Hey everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is December 8th, 2020. This is Season 3, Episode 18. My name is Dan Curry. Hello to everybody out there. I hope you're having a nice day. Uh, we're running a little bit late today, if you're watching the stream. Uh, it's about a half hour. But anyway, Clinton, how are you doing over there? I'm good. I just had food, which was part of the reason why we're late. Uh, and I'm silencing my phone, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> good. In it to win it. Better, better late than ever. Neil, how are you, bud? Oh, I had, I've had a crazy week at work. I'm excited to sit here and talk about video games with, with my boys. Nice, nice. Uh, before we get talking about uh, what we've been playing, I just want to give a shout out to KTX Games on Twitter because uh, I won their contest. I got a free copy of Cyberpunk coming my way. Um, so that's pretty cool. Gonna that's awesome. Digital. Yeah. Uh, I, you I weren't even going to get it. No, I wasn't going to get it day one. I was going to wait because it's more of a Courtney thing. I figured she would get it. Um, but I'm pretty pumped to get a copy and try it out. Uh, reviews have been good so far. Um, I have run into the point where I went from, I don't know what to play, I have nothing to play, to I have too much to play very quickly. <laughs> um, but uh, Neil, let's start with you. What have you been playing? I've been playing Apex, of course. Got a bunch of wins. Um. What else? Uh, Bloodborne. Still good. Uh, damn near finished it. I think I've got like two more worlds, to go, or, like areas to go. Um, uh, played a little more Into the Breach. Still very fun. Um, that's it. Dan and I finished another Civ, and we lost to a computer again. But we're getting better. <laughs> yes, we were closer this time. The only uh, reason I didn't win is because Dan started chasing my victory conditions at the end when he realized his wouldn't work. Yeah, it's really weird. Like the way you win culture is you have to have more international tourists than any other country has domestic tourists. So it's a moving bar because with space, it's just like get to space. There's three major things you need to do to get to space with conquering you just have to conquer a certain amount of capitals um with religion everyone or most of the world has to follow your religion um and that's just kind of it with tourism because your other country's domestic tourists can always increase it the bar always moves so neil was pretty close and i had switched over to culture and i kept moving the bar forward and forward for him so he could never catch it so it's a really weird i don't know how I mean, obviously, there's got to be a way to win that, but it's a really weird way to win. Like, you have to make sure that you are pumping out a lot more culture than other places. Yeah, like double. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than that, uh, nothing. Uh, what have you been playing, Clinton? Um, <clears throat> bit of this, bit of that. League. Overwatch. Uh, I played a little Overwatch. Which, I mean, it's still just... Same-o, same-o. Uh, we did get into Spellbreak, played a bit of that. Oh, uh, nice. It's, it's fun. Uh, it really seems like no one's good at it, though. <laughs> I don't know if it's just, like, putting us with garbage people. I mean, a lot of... It's, like, half of the lobby is bots every game, because I don't mm -hmm. think many people are playing. It takes, like, ten minutes to find a game, and then half of the lobby is bots. Uh, and then... Either we just die like instantly, or we just kill everyone instantly. So I don't know what the we've had a few good fights though that have kind of been knocked down, drag out, been a lot yeah. of fun. 
it's that it's a weird just game. Just got to funny. Steam, right? Uh, I don't know if it's on Steam or not. We downloaded it on the Epic Game Store, and it's free oh, on there. Gotcha. So, gotcha. yes, I just saw a commercial for her for it coming to Steam. Yeah, we never had much of an issue finding a game on um, Xbox, Xbox, but definitely a lot of bots. But yeah, no one was very good at it. It kind of seems hard to get good at in a way because like the aiming isn't very precise or anything to some extent. Yeah, it's I don't know. Weird. Some of the gauntlets they are, but uh, yeah, it's just like, a, I don't know, finding the combos that are good and like getting a team that has good synergy with each other too works really mm-hmm. well. And we were just playing, I think we had managed to figure out some really good like group combos and we're just kind of like stun locking people and then just burning them down. So yeah, we haven't touched that in a while, Dan, we should see, see what's up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was fun. Um, I don't think it's changed at all. I think it's the exact same as when it launched. I don't think they've oh, even gotcha. put duos or, solos in yet so gotcha yeah um, but yeah it's I fun it. it's fun i uh yeah i mean we played probably seven or eight games and won all but two of them so like oh nice it's yeah i mean it's not been super challenging i guess the it's fun though like i enjoy the like movement like running around and floating around and flying yeah it's a lot of fun yeah i yeah. like the different like runes that you can get the different like flight runes and things you can just kind of fly around and uh up and high and like there's a lot of like elevation and things that are a lot of fun mm-hmm. to kind of play with so it's been yeah. yeah as we've been doing that we've been playing uh the hunter call of the wild a lot uh just chasing animals around and shooting them which is a lot of fun which is the way i play it <laughs> not everyone plays it that way uh some people like actually like act like hunters but yeah. i just run through just and taking shots through trees yeah. and bushes like, yeah. who knows what it is but something was moving back there. yeah pretty much but yeah that game's a lot of fun uh yeah i mean i'll be on that not not really too much uh yeah. i haven't played any assassin's creed in a while kind of fell off that pretty hard yeah, I fell off of Assassin's Creed as well. Which the reason what made me drop fall off is the fact that I just keep hearing, "Oh yeah, it's like fifty hours just to complete the story," and it's like, man, I know I'm not even gonna get close to that. So <laughs> I feel like I'm not even gonna yeah. keep trying. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm at like I got to a point where I felt really strong, uh, mm-hmm. and there weren't any more. Like I was looking through all the perk tree and things and. There wasn't much else that look, looked interesting to me, and I was getting kind of bored yeah. of what I was doing. So, yeah. I don't like the bows in that game, so I was like, didn't do any of the archery tree. So I yeah. had like all the other interesting perks already, and I was just like, I don't see myself playing for that much longer. And then I yeah, went I to, like the, the the, to the uh, Valhalla dream sequence and i was just like that was i found that really boring and i was just like i am done like just kind of stopped after that yeah it was fun for a minute to walk around it was like a really good i think the reason i got it was i wanted something that was gonna be beautiful on the xbox you know that was built for it and i was kind of like yeah this is like a really cool you know, $60 demo of what a game I'm really going to enjoy will look like. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and it was fun. It was probably my favorite Assassin's Creed, but just like all those games, they get really repetitive. Yeah. So, um, yep. Uh, I've been playing super hot control mind elite. Uh, and, um, that's really fun. They, 
I've added a lot to the game again. Uh, I haven't beaten it because it, there's a lot of content in that game. It's uh, if you like the last one, definitely check out this one. Lots of change, lots of same. Um, then I started playing Breath of the Wild because that's kind of how I felt when I was playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Was man, this just makes me want to play Breath of the Wild, and I got sucked back into that game so fast. Um, just the way that that game works is. It's just really, really great. It, it, it can suck you up back in because you just do this thing where everything's linked together so well, where you just start to think like, all right, I'll just go do this one shrine. And you're on your way to that shrine and you're like, oh, well, hang on. I found a, I found one of the little leaf guys. What are those called? Koroks? Koroks. Korok. Like I found a Korok. Like, okay, now I have enough to uh, upgrade my backpack. So I'll just go do that real quick. And then it's like, okay, now I've done that. I'll go back to the shrine. And you go back to the shrine and you're like, okay, now I got enough to like upgrade my stamina. And you just like end up playing for a lot longer than you mean to. Yeah. Just because everything in that game is linked together so well and you run into things on your way to another another objective. And suddenly it's like, well, I've been playing for like three hours longer than I meant to play. Yeah. Um, and I just there's just not another game that does that very well. Um, they had to put a lot of thought into the map, I think, for that to happen. To some extent absolutely and just and just populate it i mean there's yeah. there's stuff everywhere you, yeah but even even as you progress further and you've done most of it you still find you know there's always something you missed yeah for sure the first time i played through it you know i just kind of did the main quest because i wanted to make sure i beat the game um and this time i'm kind of taking my time and when i started i was like oh shoot this is like a 25 hour playthrough already i kind of forgot that i had gotten so far so Played for a little bit again today or uh, this past week and uh, probably a couple other games have come out that I'm playing. So I'll probably put it down for a bit. Um, I also played Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition, uh, which is also the other reason that maybe after playing Assassin's Creed and then this, like if you put them together, you would get Breath of the Wild in a way. Um, the cell shading kind of beautiful world is very much like um, Breath of the Wild in Dragon Quest. Um, Dragon Quest is really fun, but it's it's a turn-based RPG, JRPG. Um, it, it's very, very, very traditional in that sense. I, there's not really much that wows me as far as like gameplay-wise. The only thing I really like is the art style, who which I found out is the same person who did Dragon Ball Z. Um, so it's like really similar to Dragon Ball Z in a lot of aspects. And the creature um, design is super cool. Uh, there's no random encounters, so when you walk around, all these creatures are around, and the way that the creatures are designed makes you just want to walk in and fight them. Uh, so, pretty fun. Might pick that up later. Um, but then a game came out on Game Pass today that I've been waiting for for a long time. I've been kind of following it. It's an indie game called Monster Sanctuary. Oh, um, yeah. I've only played for an hour, but Pokemon is terrible and Temtem is terrible. This is the best monster catching game <laughs> of all time. And I've played it for an hour. And let me tell you why. Uh, so first off, it's a uh, monster catching game and Metroidvania. So there's a map similar. It's 2D um, to like a Metroidvania where you you know unlock areas and you can travel between two and things like that. Um, and you can have a monster that follows you and they have an ex every monster has an exploration move. So that's kind of how you get past certain things. Like 
One will have like a force move that can break down doors. One will have a fire move that can burn plants away. One has like a cut move. There's like all kinds of different things. So that's one aspect of it. That's pretty cool. The second is um, you have six monsters and you bring three into battle. And the way they interact with each other is different uh, than any other game um, that I played like this. And they all have every single monster that 101 have a distinct skill tree. So when you level up, you get a point and then you put it in the skill tree. So you can have two monsters that are the same monster, but they can be wildly different. Hmm. So the first one you run into is a blob. Um, and I have two blobs. You don't catch them. You fight the monster and you have a random chance of them dropping an egg that you then hatch. Uh, so that's another aspect is you can't just search out something, catch it. Um, but I have the blob. I have two blobs. One is very based on like poisoning my enemies and the other one is very based on healing. Um, and the thing that's cool is the way they interact with each other. So you can have my healing blob heals, but it also has a passive ability that every time it heals, it will heal one of my other random monsters for 10% of what it healed the monster that targeted. So you can kind of get these like group things. Um, I have a magma worm uh, that when it burns someone, every time the burn effect triggers, it gives all my monsters a shield that is worth 4% of their health. So that's like a choice I made by like choosing like, okay, he's going to do burn and he's going to do shielding. And then watching that interact is really cool. Um, there's also, what are you playing this on? Uh, Xbox. It's on game pass. Okay. Um, and then the other thing that's pretty cool is while there's two blobs that are different, uh, well, I was looking just through some skill trees and there's a blob, a skill on the blob tree skill tree. That's like for every blob you have in the fight do this much damage called like blob overload or something like that so it's like there's no you could also just be like hey i'm a blob guy i just have all blobs <laughs> and he just they just do a lot of damage because i have a lot of blobs so i think that's an interesting take on it where pokemon wants you to kind of diversify they can you know you can diversify or you can be like no my guys are stronger because they're all the same um and the fact that your characters can be wildly different than each other is very cool um art style's cool music's a little repetitive already but still decent um but uh really excited to play more of this and just see all the monsters and their skill trees um I, yeah i'm i'm excited to play more of that but only an hour in and already like this is way cooler than pokemon <laughs> that's awesome so, uh, I'll, yeah. have to, I'll have to check it out yeah for sure turn-based battles um but a little bit different there's also combos so Every time you do a move, your combo meter builds on your turn. And then the last, so I just kind of learned this. The last character to attack has the biggest attack because you like build up momentum as you're uh, fighting. So you kind of want to heal first, like buff or debuff first, and then do your attack last because they'll actually have like a combo build up. It's pretty cool. So just lots of different things other than just like attack with your thing that's strong against them, you know? That's how neat. those games can turn out so yeah but cool little indie game i've been like i said i've been following it for a while on reddit um i almost got it on steam until i saw that it was coming to game pass which was announced uh and happened very quickly so pretty pumped nice all right any other games that you guys have played that you would like to chat about no but we did get a spotify wrapped for our podcast Oh, we did. Yeah. Nice. What, what does that mean? It means we 
it, like they like give us our like yearly stats for our podcast. Yeah, do we want it? Spotify. To... <laughs> oh no, are there any good ones? <laughs> nah, it's not. No, they're all good. I mean, no, over this last is for year, how many so. people have listened to the podcast? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, on so Spotify. we're up two hundred and twelve percent in v- listenership. Nice. Our oh. largest growth uh, was in India. Oh, hi, India. <laughs> hi, India. Yeah. Uh, we had 200% growth in India, 28% growth in the United States. Oh. <clears throat> we... Sorry, it's got to do all the animations. 14 countries around the world, people have listened to us. Ooh, we're international, boys. Yeah. Uh, we have 56% more listeners, 80% more followers, 147% more streams, and 212% more hours this year. Nice. All right. Look at us. Uh, we found, even in 2020, we still found ways to keep creating, it says. We dropped 2,434 minutes over 33 episodes. Wow. That's, That's a lot minutes. of... We've taken a lot of people's time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it's their choice. We're not forcing ourselves. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening this year, everyone. Thanks for uh, making those two thousand some hours that we spent doing this. Uh, you know, two thousand some minutes. I think not hours. was it? Yeah, minutes. Sorry, <laughs> that'd be a lot of time. <laughs> two thousand four hundred and thirty-four minutes. So we 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 drop like ten hours a day. It's no big deal. <laughs> We're trying to beat Joe Rogan, you know. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. I forgot that we would get one of those fun times. Um, all right, speaking of the end of the year wrap, uh, wrap ups, this week we're going to be talking about. I'm like tongue tied today. It's bad. Uh, we're going to be talking about the game awards. We're making predictions, talking about some things. Uh, before we start on that, just want to let everybody know we're three guys. We have not played all the games. Uh, we are mostly aware of all of them. Uh, so we're going to do our best. I don't know. I was uh, looking through some of them. And I, <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck the, is and, this? and I did not pick. We're not going to do every. There's like 30 some categories. We're not going to do them all. We we're don't give super, a shit about your favorite streamer. Yeah, we don't. We don't do that. Uh, we don't really care that much about esports. So we're just going to kind of stick to the rivers and the lakes that we're used to. Um, let's see. <laughs> I just hear a Courtney laugh at that really weird pull. Yeah. <laughs> she liked that one. She liked that one. Got TLC um, on the brain. Hey, if you can't if you can't make your wife laugh, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, all right, so let's kind of start at the bottom. Well, Neil, why don't you start with yours? Because I left one out that you thought we should do. So why don't you do that one so we don't forget it later? Well, fuck. Well, I was just gonna go top to bottom. All right. Oh no! We, uh, you want to go to? Oh, top to bottom on the on the list on I the, put out on the list, which is pretty close to the website. Oh, I thought you were going to do your uh, your one that I left off, the best direction. Well, that's the second one on the list. If you go top to bottom. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then let's just start <laughs> off and go top to bottom. How about, okay, Neil's going to be the host because Dan's struggling. Oh, usually, usually, yeah, you yeah, leave, yeah. Usually, you leave like game of the year to the last category. You well, know, they kind put of it like, first. They did put it first. It's also first on. It's also first on your list. Because I just went by their list. (laughs) Then what are you arguing about? Because I thought you know it doesn't matter how we read it. We could read it from bottom to top. Okay, we'll go bottom to top. All right, let's go bottom to top. (laughs) Builds more uh, excitement. So best multiplayer game. 
uh, I've played most of these. So uh, the nominees were Animal Crossing, New Horizon, Among Us, Call of Duty Warzone, Fall Guys, or Valorant. Uh, Clinton, have you you've played all of these, right? No. Oh yeah, Not no, Call I have played all of them. No, I've played yeah. a shit ton of Call oh, of Duty. Warzone. I played yeah. Warzone. Yeah, I played Warzone. You're so right. being the only person who's played all of these, what would your choice be? Uh, the one I've played the most is Valorant. Uh, the one I enjoyed the most, um, probably Warzone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoyed the kind of just, I didn't enjoy like the Battle Royale of Warzone, but I like the like Mm -hmm. blood money one where you could spawn back in after you died. Uh, right. But Valorant was a lot of fun. I really enjoy Valorant. Played a shit ton of that game. Uh, I think it's pretty, like, I don't know. People are kind of hit or miss on it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and it was one of those games we played a shit ton of it, and then after, like, four months, we kind of fell off. Uh, we still pick it up every once in a while, play, like, three or four games in a week or whatever, uh, and then we won't play it again for a few weeks. But, uh yeah, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but out of those, uh, for me, I would say probably Valorant. Yeah. Um, out of all of those, my favorite is Call of Duty Warzone. I've played only three of these, though. Um, but I think Among Us is going to win just because it's such a large cultural thing right now. I don't, I don't know much about the... I could have read about them. I don't know much about the panel. Um, I know there's a, I know there's an audience vote, but there's also industry experts that end up choosing it. Um, but yeah, I, I would, I would say I'm going to go with among us with Valorant being the dark horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm going to, I'm going to keep track of all of our votes. Maybe okay. I'll tally them up and I'll see who, who, who got, who did the best. Okay. Loser um, has to. You think know. of it later. Play Toro <laughs> again. <laughs> Play Toro. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Clinton, um, what's your vote? Uh, Valorant, yeah. Okay, Valorant. Dan, what's your vote? Among Us. Um, Am I like my prediction or what I would vote for? Your uh, prediction. Uh, prediction. Oh, my prediction. Uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. See, I, I think Animal Crossing is good. I just don't think it's gonna be. It's that has the best multiplayer. You know, it's a fucking Nintendo game. A Nintendo game can never win best multiplayer. <laughs> I don't know. All I right. had a birthday party in that game, and it oh man, did very well. That was very well. That was fun. what did you pick? I- I'm going with Among Us. Well, okay, for sure. All right. Um, Next category we're talking about is best sim strategy. I have played uh, two of these games, but I am aware of them all. Uh, the nominees are Crusader Kings 3, Desperados 3, Gears Tactics, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and XCOM Chimera Squad. Um, I think on this one, I've heard nothing, you know, people liked Crusader Kings, but I've heard nothing but kind of amazing reviews of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Um, I know people really enjoy that. So that's going to be my, my prediction there. I hear a lot about Crusader Kings, um, and it doesn't feel like XCOM could take it. Um, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm going to go with Flight Sim- uh, Simulator was a it was a marvel for multiple reasons, um, and it, it made a it, yeah, it had a bunch of like news stories. Those guys that like 
did a full day flight in the simulator, whatever it was. I'm I'm gonna I, I follow suit. I'm going with that. I'd agree. I think simulator was pretty cool. I played it for a little while. It took I think longer to download than I played it, but <laughs> it was still pretty fun. Can we talk about how weird this category is? That XCOM and a flight simulator are in the same. Like I, I think strategy and simulation, there should, should be, be kind of a, yeah. crow, a little separation in there. Yeah. yeah, I think just for the most part, there's so many simulators, but not a lot of them stand out. They probably just needed a place to put Microsoft Flight Simulator without. So they creating. can just win a random category, just take somebody else's Maybe. award. Who knows? Who knows? Um, All right, so that's, that's a true. unanimous uh, flight simulator right there. Yeah. All right, uh, best family game. Uh, the nominees here are Animal Crossing New Horizons, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, Fall Guys, Mario Kart Live Home you've Circuit. Been, you've been holding out for Crash Bandicoot in the family games circuit there, Dan? <laughs> Why is that? You said it's about you said time. it's about time. Oh, no, it's it's literally that's what it's called. Oh, the way you said it, you didn't say like Crash oh, Bandicoot yeah. 4, It's About Time. You said <laughs> Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're going for it. It's about time. I was like, damn, he's really been holding out on that for that one. Like, god damn, no. Uh, Fall Guys, uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, Minecraft Dungeons, Paper Mario Origami King. It's Um, not Paper Mario. It's not going to be... I think Crash Bandicoot is at a distinct disadvantage because they're only on PlayStation. Everybody's... Oh, yeah, you're right. The game's available for everything. Okay. Uh, it's no longer a Sony exclusive. <clears throat> oh, I think this was an easy one. Like, what's the family game yeah. everyone played this year? Like, Animal Crossing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's just, I think there's a lot of good games here. I'm very surprised to see Mario Kart Live Home Circuit in there because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure it's hard to get. Um, and it's like kind of half of a game. Like, it's like half a video <laughs> game and half a toy. Um, but I, I have to give it to Animal Crossing here. Absolutely. I mean, it was a. It will be a COVID cultural touchstone for nerds to come. I think yeah. it, it made its wave. Yeah, for sure. Um, best role playing game. Are we all? We're all picking Animal Crossing there. I'm assuming. A- absolutely. Best role playing. This is going to be more of. Uh, I've only played one of these games, so um, this will be more of a guessing game for me. Best role playing is Final Fantasy VII Remake, Genshin Impact, Persona 5 Royal, Wasteland 3, or Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, I'm I'm going Genshin Impact. I, yeah, I don't I hope a remake doesn't win. Like you had your shot in the sun, Final Fantasy VII. Get out of here. Uh <laughs> Isn't I think Final a Fantasy remake... VII up for like game of the year. Yeah, yes. they're in a whole bunch. And they did add a bunch of game to it. They lengthened it. Well, kind of in a way, because remember, it's split into parts. Like, So this is like a 40-hour game that's really just the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, so it's like a weird kind of thing where it is more of a new game than other remakes or remasters. So I think I, I give it a little more um, leeway. Uh, you know, I we played Wasteland for a bit. It's gotten good reviews. People like Yakuza. People like a lot of you know a lot of these games but i'm gonna say final fantasy 7 remake i think it's just gonna get it off of everybody's got a little cloud boner yeah yeah but keep in mind that genshin's a mobile game as well yeah i think it's actually on here i was on best mobile game but we had not played like any of them so i don't think i brought that on here yeah genshin i don't know genshin has like it had a huge reception and people Mm -hmm. like went nuts about it for a while there uh 
But Persona Five, I think, is got a huge following, and mm-hmm. I feel like if they like put out a thing for it, I could see Persona Five winning it. Yeah. All right, we're split. All right, next is Best Action Adventure. We have the nominees of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Ghost of Tsushima, Marvel's Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Last (laughs) of Us Part 2. Miles Morales, they really snuck him in there, didn't they? Yeah, just just came out. Um. You know, I think like right here, I can tell. I don't think Ori of the Will of the Wisps is going to win, nor do I think Star Wars is. Um, so I'm kind of between the other ones. Ghost of Tsushima, I've heard really great things. Um, that could be it. I, I think it's either going to be that or I maybe. I think it'll be Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, with, I, I think I'm going to go with that. I'm going with Ghost as well. Um, got a great reception, even from. I read a couple articles where like other. Uh, a couple other industry people, not who I forgot who made the game, but who didn't work for that company, were gushing about it. Um, yeah, a, if it doesn't win, I think The Last of Us is going to. But I've heard that it is uh, Ghost of uh, Toshima is the best Assassin's Creed game. That's <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> so I hear a lot. Um, all right, best action game. This is one I've played uh, most of to some extent. Best action game: Doom Eternal, Hades. Half-Life Alex, Neo 2, or Streets of Rage 4. Um, happy, to see Streets of, yeah. happy to see Streets of Rage. It's not going to win, Streets, but that was a fun game. Streets of Rage. Streets of Rage. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, can you give me Streets of Rage? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> Streets nice. of Rage 4. Uh, I mean... By the way, if you don't know how award shows work, I, I do. I'm working my job right now. I'm need them underwater working on an award show all of these people have paid submission money to get to even be looked at and then a committee goes through and decides who the top five from you know so best action could be you know there there are 300 applicants or not you know however many um so i'm kind of surprised that streets of rage were like yo let's pay 300 bucks Throw I mean, at a, the ring. It's a solid game, and even seeing that it's nominated might bring it more of a you know, an audience. So, absolutely. Um, here, I think it's for me, one, I think it's, it's I think Doom. it's gonna be Half Life Alex. I think it's Doom. No, I think it's Hades. <laughs> we all oh, are. We're really? all split. We're all split here. <laughs> See, I think Doom is just more of the same. Hades is good, but is it the best action? I don't know. Half Life. I, I think people are like that VR aspect, but it's not the VR. Part, so maybe i'm wrong yeah i don't see i don't really see hades's action um but i get it i mean it's a it's a it's a beat-em-up it's a you know it's a brawler yeah. so it yeah. is it just i don't know against doom which everybody which did even better than the first one which the world over loved um, yeah and i've seen a bit of half-life and i wasn't that i also think it's really prohibitive that you need like a sweet vr rig to play it yeah um i'm not voting for it okay well we're all split there as well uh best indie is our next category i think this one has a pretty clear winner carrion fall guys ultimate knockout hades splunky 2 or spirit fair i think this hades is going to take this very handedly (laughs) yeah my money's on hades i think it is one of the only it's like the only game that's 
in a couple others. Well, Fall Guys is in a lot as well, but I think Hades is going to win this. No problem. Glenn, Glenn you want to go against the grain? Uh, I have Carry On downloaded. It's not Game Pass. I haven't tried it yet, though. It, that game's good. It's just too short. It's yeah. only like 40 minutes or something. Like, oh, it's like ridiculously short. I could see Spirit Fair doing well, uh, but yeah, I think it's Hades. I think Hades will take that for sure. Alrighty. Cool. Uh, next is best ongoing game. Um, it's it's weird not to see uh, a favorite in here to not see um, Overwatch, but you know they aren't really doing much. But not ongoing here. anymore. Yeah. Best ongoing: Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, or No Man's Sky. Um, I, I think that Fortnite is going to win this. I think they've had a big year with, uh, you know, their Marvel thing and their Star Wars thing and all that kind of crossover. Um, I think just on the sake of that, they'll probably win. Also, how cool is it that No Man's Sky is nominated for a Game of the Year award when it was one of the worst games yeah. of all time upon release, apparently? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's not Destiny 2. It is not. I'm surprised well, they are even there. Destiny 2 just released a huge update that has been uh, critically acclaimed. So, Yeah, I don't know. if I think it's too little too late there. Uh, I'm going to go Fortnite. I'm going go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go Apex. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those two. Uh, I would say probably Apex, though. I, I would know. love Apex to win. I just don't think they will. But yeah, I think I feel so. like there's been like big streamers that have been playing Apex a lot more than they've been playing like Fortnite and stuff. And I think it's a pretty good weather range for what people yeah. are thinking about games. Is my only logic there. Yeah, but Fortnite has <clears throat> the kid vote uh, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, best narrative. 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. This is one I know nothing about. Anybody have anything to fill me in on this? Or do we, are we all unaware of this? I have never heard of... Is it Aegis or is it Aegis? A- I don't know. It'd probably be Aegis. Aegis. Yeah. Aegis Rim. I have no idea. I, it must be a computer game. I've literally never heard of it. Um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, or The Last of Us Part Two. I think for narrative, I think The Last of Us Part Two is going to win. Um, I think Hades could be close, because um, it's just an interesting way that they tell the story. Uh, in Final Fantasy VII, it is interesting that they are making a game that was a certain amount of hours, that amount like three other times. Um, but I think I think Last of Us Part Two. Um, from watching Courtney play and from what I know, also did some really interesting things with the story and took some took some chances there. Mostly took success. success. What do you guys think? Um, I'm going on this one. Yeah, I think in Hades was acclaimed for being a fun, obviously for just being a fun game with cool art design and stuff like that. But I think they really rest their laurels on the kind of almost infinite storytelling that they have. Um, so I'm going, I'm going Hades. Uh, Last of Us part two is pretty, I mean, obviously it's a great game. People love it, but it was also pretty split. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. At a certain, I don't know much about the story. 
Uh, I know the big thing that happens right off the bat that was kind of divisive, but uh, I don't know. This this is coming out of a personal, like I don't care about gritty zombie shit anymore. Like it's sad. You're in pain. Everybody's sad and people are dying and it's sad. (laughs) I get it. I get it. That's not unique to me. Um, Whereas I feel like Hades is a, is a fresh take on something that's been around for a long time. Yeah. I think, to boil The Last of Us, and especially Last of Us Part 2, down to gritty zombie shit is really unfair. Uh, you should probably check it out since you have a PlayStation 4 right now. At least the first, the, the first one. So I think you have this idea of what it is, and it's not that at all. Clinton, what do you think? Any idea? I have no, no opinion on this one because I've you played want, zero of them. So do you want to take a shot in the dark? Nope. You gotta take, I don't you shoot. Gotta take a shot. I don't shoot at things I can't see. <laughs> Lies. Lies. Uh, I don't know. I I really don't know. I'll say Clint. I'm gonna shoot for the dark horse with the Aegis game. Okay. I was gonna say you might as well just pick that one. <laughs> Thirteen. <laughs> If you um, don't know what the story is at all, it could be the best thing to ever happen. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, I'm going to look that game up and see if it's on Steam. What's it called? Neil, uh, uh, 13 Sentinels. I wanted to do... You left this out. I wanted to do... Oh, I want to do best game or best game direction. It's Yes. It's the number, number two category. And I think as we... We always talk about video games as art, um, mm-hmm. especially a cinematic art. Uh, it's a PS4 in... game, the Sentinels game. Really? Is it? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. Every game needs a good director. Um, who did it the best? Uh, that is uh, Final Fantasy Remake. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Half-Life, and The Last of Us. Hmm. Final Fantasies, <laughs> Ghost, Hades, Half-Life, Last of Us. I'm going uh, Ghost of Tsushima just because I heard, again, um, I read a bunch of articles about how how much research and how much... Uh, it's made by an American company, and they went to Japan, and they really nailed down like what the world would be like and how people would speak and what... They they did their, their period research and set dressing... Uh, to a T, or so I'm told. So uh, uh, I'm going. I'm going ghosts. I will agree with you on this one. Uh, I don't know. I see Hades taking this one for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think just they're definitely my lot, second choice. Lot, the voice. Yeah. A lot of like interesting kind of story and uh, I don't know. Just like the art style and everything of it was pretty interesting. I guess. Uh... That's yeah. a Hades. That's a ghost. It was interesting. Where are the nominees? I was going to see. I didn't do... Um... Dan, have you beat Hades yet? No, I fell off of it. I uh, I just uh, I kind of didn't want to play it anymore. Like I thought it was good. I really enjoyed it. I just... When I think of like... um. I think we talked about this a little bit on the podcast. When I think of a roguelike, I think a little bit more random randomization and playing the same levels and the same bosses in the same order for the most part was not catching me. Um, so 
Um, yeah, cool. I think I left this off because we haven't played the game, so I want to see if anybody... Oh, okay. Yes, I just wanted to see if anyone from um, from Hades had been nominated for Best Performance, and the yeah, Hades, Hades was... Logan Cunningham was was as well. I think he was really good. I, there's a lot of great performances in that game. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Ghost of Tsushima is like nominated for everything, every category. Um, and so our final category, bring us to the end of the night, the game of the year. We have Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, or The Last of Us Part Two. Is it Animal Crossing, guys? Uh, personally, I think it should be, because I think it's Agreed. the game that got us through early quarantine, just mm-hmm. as a, like, a cultural phenomenon it did. But I mm-hmm. think it'll be Ghost of Tsushima. T- Tsushima. I'm going to put Tsushima. my money on it. Animal Crossing. You put your money down, eh? Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I, I agree with Clinton in the fact, like, culturally, like, when we think about 2020 and the pandemic, we will think about Animal Crossing. Like, we're going to think yeah. about Animal Crossing and Tiger King. <clears throat> like, yeah. those are the thing, like, cultural things we are going to think about when we think of the pandemic. Um, as far like, and it's a good game. Like, it's it's not just that it came out at the right time. It's a really good game. And I haven't played it in a long time uh, just because I fell off of it. But the amount of stuff I see that it's in it now from the time it came out in March is insane. Like they put out a lot of content updates, which is cool and kind of rare for Nintendo to keep up with a game that hard, you know? So how much of like this stuff is based on like industry votes and how much is based on like the Please. fan vote. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm wondering about. I'm going ghost as well. By the way. Yeah. So there's player's choice. Um, I think that's like that separate. game's only on uh, PlayStation. So PlayStation. The player's voice winner was Ghost of Tsushima. Nice. Already. So um, there is a whole. There was a thing I saw thing about the panel. Yeah, but yeah, I mean um, the the Switch was sold out for what six months this year because mm-hmm. everyone wanted to play Animal Crossing. Like, I don't know if it was six months. Obviously, it was probably a lot less than that. But yeah, it was sold out for a good like lead up to Animal Crossing, and then a month or two after, you couldn't get a Switch unless you like were hunting for one. Right. Uh, so I don't know. I think the the Animal Crossing is going to be like a, like you're saying, like a cultural touchstone for thinking back at 2020, and I think that's going to be a thing that people remember is playing Animal Crossing and using it as a social interaction like replacement. Like it didn't stick around as that obviously because of its limitations or whatever, but like I think it will be thought of in that way for a long time to come uh, i mean it's not going to be like like people are going to think back at quarantine and they're going to think about zoom and they're going to think about tiger king uh but yeah i think that for a certain subset of uh the world that animal crossing is going to be a big part of that as well it's sold it's one of the best-selling switch games yeah. And it's only been out for not even a year yet. And yeah. it's like number two next to Mario Kart. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. 
like think about how good and how like critically renowned Breath of the Wild is, and that's been out for three years, and this thing has sold more copies. Yeah, so that's wild. There um, it is, the voting jury. I finally fucking found it. By the way, <laughs> guys, take a guess. Last guess of the evening. Who? What musical guest is playing at the Game Awards? Oh, Imagine shoot. Dragons. See ya. BTS. Eddie Vedder. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does not. Wasn't even thinking in that realm. Uh, he, right. has a, he, he has a ukulele album. That's pretty good. Yeah, we've talked about this. Know. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> who uh, is on the voting board? Uh, voting jury. Nominations yeah. for the Game Awards are selected by <laughs> it's Eddie. It's just Eddie Vedder. He's just on stage he's playing. He's, he plays the first 15 minutes of each of these games on stage. <laughs> and then he, he votes. All right. That one's good. They give it a three. <laughs> three out of five. Well, number one, I found a typo on their site. Uh, voting jury. Nominations for the Game Awards are selecting by a voting jury of 95 leading media and influencer outlets across the globe. So yeah, you might wanna might wanna check that game awards. Uh, if you're listening. <laughs> but yeah, there's some uh, I mean it's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of outlets. You've heard of before. Ars Technica is a blog, my is a website my coworker loves. Um, no, I'm not gonna read all these. LA Times, Giant Bomb, Hollywood Reporter, Entertainment Weekly. Okay, so these are the people Reporter. that help nominate things. Polygon. PC no, these Gamer. are the people that vote on. Oh, the yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Cool. So a lot of people. Well, here's who's on the board for the Game Awards. Uh, the president is Rob Kostich from Activision. Um, someone from AMD. Someone from EA Sports. Epic Games is just on there as a whole. <laughs> Not a representative, but all of Epic Games. They uh, are a Google, hive mind. From Google, Phil Harrison, who is the VP and GM of Stadia. Uh, Hideo Kojima is on there from Hideo Kojima Productions. Phil Spencer from Microsoft. Doug Bowser from Nintendo. Mark Merrill from Riot Games. Rockstar Games as a whole. Sony Interactive Entertainment as a whole. Um, someone from Tencent. Isn't that the uh, Stephen Ma? That's that, a Chinese company. Yeah. Owns, yeah, like everything. Uh, the CEO of Ubisoft and Valve as a whole. So I would have expected a little less, like, uh, uh, I, I don't know, corporate mingling in there. Uh, but I guess says, if everybody's in it, then it's not really an advantage. Yeah. Um, it says that the advisory board is not involved in the selection of nominees or winners and learns the results of the voting at the same time as the general public. That's what they say. Gotcha. What they say, he says conspiratorially. <laughs> See, I'm saying Microsoft's not going to win anything because they only have Phil Spencer, but Sony Entertainment is here all by themselves. The together whole company. As a group. Microsoft yeah. didn't have like a single submission. They had what? Who's that? Microsoft. They had like Microsoft maybe... Flight Simulator, Orion, the Will of the Wisps. That's like it, right? Yeah. E- Yes. Well, Doom now, I guess. Doom, To yeah. some extent. <laughs> Not quite yet, but yeah. So. But anyway, those are our predictions. Tweet uh, at us with your predictions. They at... are, and the awards will be on the 11th, which yes, is... Two days from now. Three days from now. On Friday. 
they are they're rumored to announce Elden Ring at the Game Awards. So uh, I have the tenth. Are they on the eleventh or the tenth? Uh, they're on the eleventh. So it says their site, but there's a typo on their site. So can you trust anything? Oh when no, I, it says tenth right here. When I Google it, it says December tenth, seven p.m. It's tenth. Where did I get eleventh? I don't. Know. Um. Yeah, at seven p.m. So gonna check that out. Maybe we can uh, watch together. Um, yeah, they they'll probably announce a lot of other games, um, and uh, and things like that, which will be cool. Um, especially with like no kind of E three this year. Maybe some people held off. Maybe we'll see more of the stuff because the Game Awards kind of took over E three. Remember that was like they did all those weird um things over the summer. So yeah, uh, well, it sounds like it's just a like like you're saying an industry kind of leaders. Mm-hmm. conglomeration that run it anyways so yeah it's a weird su- uh, success story because this thing whole thing started on uh spike tv i'm pretty <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> so um yeah so it, it's interesting well it was probably but, um, on uh the winners were announced um with writing on nude models on body paint on models nude models yes it probably started on g4 didn't it I think not. I and think because we looked... when Spike bought G4, it came across, or is that not? Because G4 it's... used to do like year-end game things. I'm pretty sure. Nope, it was started on Spike TV, um, the Spike Video Game Awards, which ran from 2003 to 2013. It was broadcast. Yeah, that that's where it started. Yeah, well, G4 had Gforia, which was went. 2003 to 2009 so and that was kind of their version of it yeah yeah g4 is coming back i heard <clears throat> nice it'll be awful so, i'm sure yeah it's gonna be weird it seems like they should just do a g4 like youtube channel um but in case you are interesting so interested the game awards from 2014 as they're known now the winners have been in 2014 was dragon age inquisition 2015 was the witcher 3 wild hunt 2016 was Overwatch, 17 was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 18 was God of War, and last year, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice won. So, Sekiro! Pretty, pretty good, uh, pretty good, um, line up there. Yeah, yep. for sure. So, uh, what are your guesses? Tweet at us at Party File Games. Uh, call me. That's our whole thing. Call Clinton directly. Just call Let him know what your guesses are. His um, number is <laughs> any hour of the night. It doesn't matter what time zone. Call him. If yeah, he what time? Pick up, up, yeah, and, I <laughs> if he doesn't pick up, call him again. Keep calling him until he picks up. <laughs> His phones are busy, but he wants to hear your voice. <laughs> um, Make your pledge today. <laughs> it's our pledge yeah. drive episode. <laughs> <laughs> for a pledge like of $25 we can continue to make this show every week for you <laughs> yeah 10 hours a day to reach that 2000 hour mark <laughs> you know we hate doing this <laughs> um, uh, Partyfall Games is our network if you're wondering where we got that Twitter handle uh, Clinton what else we got on the network oh I don't know I think we played D <laughs> or something I guess alright check out D&D, I guess. <laughs> Every whenever is at whatever. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Every Monday at what? Seven? 
You guys playing it? Duck, duck, dice? Every other Monday. Should be next Monday. Yeah. Shit's uh, been weird. Yeah. It's going to be weird through the year. Yeah. Just catch us in a month. <laughs> you know, catch us after the vaccine's done, you know? Yeah. You, know how you, really grow, you know how you grow a podcast network? It's Apathy. It's, <laughs> it, it's apathy and relentless... Um, inconsistency yeah yeah <laughs> definitely for sure <laughs> uh you know go to party fall games on twitch and if it's on it's on <laughs> yeah no we yeah. we play monday nights at seven every other monday right now uh probably for the foreseeable future as well but uh yeah we play D D. our our uh actual play campaign is getting kind of two ahead here i think things are about to start popping off uh i'm gonna fight the world ending evil soon so tune in for that you know yeah for sure check it out um on twitch you can also check us out on youtube and check out past episodes and on your favorite podcasting service uh before we go neil what do you gotta say uh i thought we stopped doing this no nope. well no i just allow you do you have well, again you're, to say? you're you're allowed to say no much like no. yeah. most of the things we do. Sometimes you ask and I'm ready, and sometimes you don't ask. Game Goose. He didn't even ask this time. He just said, tell us what you have to say. I'm pretty sure. Tell us now. Well, I guess you I'm just a to... little frustrated with you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clint, what do you have to say? I was frustrated with Dan this morning as well. So What did he do? This morning? What yeah. did he do this morning? <laughs> he posted in our group chat with no prompting, no, like, background info nothing at all just this morning all by its lonesome in the little group chat how does everyone feel about christmas music because <laughs> what if everyone's like i hate it i'd have been like okay cool i will move on with my life <laughs> what if were someone's you, like i love it were but, you trying to talk about the zelda christmas album yes that in a roundabout way he was <laughs> That's about how texting with Dan goes. It's like, you, you know what you actually want to ask, Dan? Like, well, I'm creating a Christmas playlist because I'm finally warming up the Christmas music after what was the hell of working at the grocery store when I was a teenager. So you so know you want to know, you know you like. like ask people about their Christmas music. So why lead with like, How's everyone's feeling? How's everyone feeling about Christmas music? Because well, just if without prompting, hates it, yeah. Then why no, would I who post gives a shit if anyone hates it? It's our group chat. <laughs> no one's gonna think less of you because you like Christmas music, Dan. You just say, "Hey, I'm working on a Christmas playlist. Does anyone have any cool songs I should add?" Not feel the room out for their Christmas music opinions first. Well, I, then I had to copy the link, put it in there. You did that anyway. You yelled at me. <laughs> I didn't yell at you. I asked you what your feelings on Christmas music were. <laughs> this is the conversation we'd have after we sign off. No. <laughs> no. He asked if I had any last words. <laughs> Apparently, this really And then you me. brought up how... <laughs> No, I just thought it was funny. Michael Bublé's <laughs> and Harry Connick Jr.'s Christmas albums are all really good. Thank you. You should have told me that in the chat. Yeah, Neil. I don't yeah, Discord. Neil. I'm not on your Discord. <laughs> no, yeah. My favorite was Neil going, do we have all our our nominations listed? Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. I just sat and typed them out all morning. <laughs> if you want to get it, Dan sends me links through Instagram, through Facebook, through text message, through, and eventually, it's the, if you want me to look at something, you text it to me, or it's dead. 
I don't look at Discord. I don't look at Facebook. I can't text with my keyboard, my computer. Well, I'm sorry, but it's not worth sending. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> We're done bullying Dan, so we'll catch you next week when we, we bully just Dan bully again. Neil. <laughs> Come and ne- turn in next week when we make fun of Clinton for enjoying BTS. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great week. See ya.